and welcome to Down with the Browns. And welcome back to another episode of Down with the Browns. Let's go, baby! You're here with your hosts, KFC and Manny Maxwell. Yes. And we have the most special guest of all time, the greatest mm-hmm. reporter and analysis person of the Cleveland Browns. Yes, sir. Browns with Noah. Noah, I'm not going to butcher your last name because I respect you a lot. So I'll let you say it. <laughs> yeah, how do you how do you say that? How do you say your last name for the for the listeners out there and the viewers out there? It's Weisskopf. 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 Okay. Yep. Sweet. Let's do it. Man, Let's we're do so it. happy to have you back on the podcast already, man. Yeah, I'm happy to be back. Thank you guys again for having me. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> uh, so we have we have a, a lot to go over uh, for this show today. Um, uh, Christian, I think I think Maddie G has set out a, a, a public statement. Uh, yeah, so uh, we, actually have two. we have two. We have two. We have two. We have one from Mac and one from Maddie G. So let me pull up Maddie G's first. His statement. Um, his statement to the people. Which is his why statement he's not here. is riddled with incorrect spelling of words. Oh, naturally, naturally, that's Maddie G. Because I don't think he. I think he tops too fast. Because yeah, he, and I he's mean, and he's just, a Stefanski uh, hater. So that's that's yeah. exactly that's exactly probably. Why and he, he even spelled his own name wrong. He put oh, Natty G's. Sure. See, this is this is why we don't listen to. Matt. He said, "I, <laughs> I categ- category, I see he spelled that wrong. Deny the claims against me. I look forward to proving my innocence and to reclaiming my." What did he even try to say there? I, I don't know. I don't know. That's definitely a t- that's definitely a title. Yeah, as a. <laughs> Though this is riddled with errors, the I'm going to say down with the Browns. Okay, I, I could help bring a championship to Cleveland. Okay, yeah, just um, yeah, I, I horrible, just, horrible. Yeah, see, horrible. I, I don't want any. You know, Mac was trying to hate on me last episode. You know, trying to get me to pronounce names that nobody could pronounce. Yeah, yeah, and trying to make fun of me, but you yeah. know, Maddie G cannot type. Um, <laughs> but uh, Buffs the Buffalo, he the proved, Buffalo he did Buffalo a Buffalo. he did a nice little. Whole little segment there. Yeah. Put prepared statement from the desk of Big Buff. Dear loyal fans of Down with the Browns, I regret to inform you, but I will be absent from tonight's show as I am recovering from the almost drowning myself in the Browns Kool Aid. I will be attending the Guardians home game on Friday, and I need to stress two things. No matter what Logan says, I I have not lost my fastball. Number two, I will not be held responsible for any messages, videos sent out, while and even. Inebriated. Uh, I can't talk either. I can't make fun of anybody. Inebriated. <laughs> Sincerely, the Buffalo. P.S. Tell Manny the East still runs through Cleveland. That is that. <laughs> listen, I don't. I we. I don't want to turn this into a basketball conversation. But if we do go there, it'll be unfortunate for Cavs fans everywhere because um, you know it's, it's playoff basketball time. So you know. So you know where scared. the Celtics. So you know where the Celtics go. Uh. Uh. So I, I kind of want to touch on something really quickly because I, I to, to, to start everything off, if that's okay, K, KFC. Let's um, and, and, and honestly, having Noah here is perfect because there was a video put out by More For You Cleveland on Twitter that has gone viral with Tyreek Hill signing an autograph for a fan who was wearing a Sean Watson jersey. Of course, we have to address that. Uh, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show addressed it, and I mean, every, it was it was everywhere. It was everywhere. All, every, you know, and, and fans were were you know really really um, 
gravitating toward this and and even me right now i'm just sweating right now at the fact that we couldn't get our hands on a potential tyree kill it's just it's just but again i want to ask both of you and and noah you can give your you know professional kind of spin on it because was there any real and i'll give my take personally was there any real noise to this do you think that tyree kill is just you know just saying that because the guy was wearing a, a, a Cleveland uh, a Browns jersey and he's getting an autograph from Tyreek Hill. I don't know why, but I mean, I wouldn't deny that. But is there any kind of smoke with that, with Tyreek Hill, in your opinion? Was he being serious? Was he just joking because it's a Cleveland fan? Uh, I, I'll let I'll let KFC go, go first, and then I'll let Noah, and then I'll and then I'll say what I think. You know, yeah, I, I think they're. Oh my bad. Go ahead. My I'm bad. sorry. No, no, I, I just no. don't. I, I mean, I don't think he was joking in any way. Um, like, I'm sure that there was probably those talks, but obviously the Browns didn't have those draft pieces that the Dolphins did to be able to make a move for him. Um, again, I think ultimately the big, like, sort of conclusion you can draw from this is that something I've been saying for months now is players around the league have an interest in coming to Cleveland and going to play with Deshaun Watson. Like, it's just a fact. Um, players love to have defensive side of the ball. Players love to have a quarterback on the other side that they know is going to go out and be elite and um, throw touchdowns and put points on the board. So it's just, it's just something that comes with having an elite quarterback. It just is. Yeah. See, I think that there was probably like a little, you know, smoke. Maybe there was a conversation about acquiring them, but like you said, we didn't really have the trade assets and, like, I mean, we had just landed Deshaun because I think he got traded just like a few days after we acquired Deshaun, if I'm not mistaken. And because they had signed Juju and then that's when <laughs> all the <laughs> Tyreek wanted out stuff came out. But I think there might have been, but I don't think the Browns wanted to give up what they thought that they would have to give up to get Tyreek because we wouldn't probably have a first round pick till like, what, 2026, 20 27? Right. Or. Probably farther back, but I don't think you can trade that far out. Actually, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, I was upset to say the least because when I was looking at some of the responses from, again, once again, the the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show and 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 some of the the guys that were on there, and and they didn't give any sort of credibility to that at all. They were just saying, oh, he's just saying that just to say it. First and foremost, there's no reason as to why Tyreek Hill would just say, hey, there's a random fan of a random team. Let me just tell this fan, oh, I really wanted to go to your team, but they just wouldn't pay me. Like, like, why would that even come out of his mouth? Just to yeah. say, you know what I mean? Like, why would why would you even entertain that as a, is, is it, you could chalk it up to like he's trying to start a conversation with a fan that he's signing an autograph for, but he sees a bunch of fans like that. You know what I mean? So to just say that while he knows uh, Tyreek Hill has been in this business for a while as well. He knows that once he says something, he's Tyreek Hill. Once he says something, mm-hmm. it's going to go out into the airwaves. People are always recording. He's saying so many things about Patrick Mahomes and things like that when he went to Miami. He knows what he's doing. These guys are for professional sure. athletes. And if you were a rookie, that's one thing. If it was your second year, that's one thing. But when you've been in the league for five, six, seven, eight NFL seasons, you know when you put things out there and people have cell phones to record you, you know it. And he said it pretty loud and clear. So that's why I think potentially there might have been something there. But I do – I want to chalk this and bring this full circle back to you, Noah. Is it weird that there really wasn't anything? Because I – did you guys hear anything about that? I heard I heard nothing about Tyreek Hill potentially wanting to go to Cleveland. 
I think it was probably a matter of Hill wanting to see just where, just exploring all of his options, right? I mean, he, he knew that he was going to go and leave Kansas City at that point because they were not going to pay him. Um, so I think he reached out to a bunch of teams. Like, I'm sure there's a hand, like several, five, six, seven teams that he reached out to. Um, yeah. that they, they tried to make just see if some stuff would work. But I'll say these players, like, they talk about that kind of stuff. Like, I've been in a situation, um, with a player too from another team who told me like, look, I was trying to come to Cleveland. I was like, and so it's just, I mean, they, they just, they talk. I mean, they're players, right? Like they're 24, five, six, seven years old. Right. And they're just having a conversation. They're like, Oh, like, yeah, I almost went there or something like that. And then you, you sort of build off of that. So, so, yeah. so these players do want to play in Cleveland, despite the media, the way the media tries to, to shift that. Cause Jeff kind of brought that up. A, a, people want to play with Deshaun Watson, which you're hearing. I, That's what you're hearing. I can confirm that for sure. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> it just makes you feel so good. Like, you know, it's the Browns are starting to build a like I'm not gonna say well, I'm about to say dynasty, but mm. like, like they're building toward Careful. that. You know, but look at, at the same time, it's not only Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah. I mean, they exactly. Kevin Stefanski players love him around the league. Players admire him and his leadership and who he is as a person. Um, and then you bring in a guy like Jim Schwartz, who defensive players know his past and the success he's had. And then you have Bubba Ventrone, who players gravitate towards. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I think it's a mixture of a lot so, of different things. What I'm hearing is Cleveland got that swag. Cleveland's got that swag. Cleveland, Cleveland's got that, got that swag. reputation. It's, it's, changing, it's changing around the world. I want to say – I want to uh, touch on something that Jeff just said. Uh, maybe Tyreek is annoyed already playing with a mediocre quarterback in Miami, so he threw that out there. I, you know, that's another thing I was thinking about when I saw that video. It's like you're, it, it's, weird to, it's weird to kind of say that if you – I, I don't know if if you had Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, I, I, but then again, he, Tyreek did say crazy things when he was with Patrick Mahomes. But at the same time, it's like if if you have a really good quarterback under center, you're really not throwing out you know comments like that while being recorded knowingly to fans and saying like that. So so obviously, I think Tyreek truthfully deep down knows that Patrick Mahomes was a better quarterback than Tua, and I think he also knows that Deshaun is a better quarterback. Um, than Tua as well. So it's like you throw those kinds of things out there. I I, I do want to say, Noah, thank you so much for saying that comment because I, I did light a candle because I thought you were going to, you know, just to kind of bring my bring my, uh, bring my my energy up because of last time saying that Odell wasn't going to come here. And it looks like Odell won't be coming here, unfortunately. Um, it, it really does hurt my heart. But at the same time, it's one of those pipe dreams. Well, you, you know, KFC, you're saying. You, yeah, you're, you're, you know, you're I mean, like Noah just said, he said players love Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, and I mean, you saw at the coaches and owners meeting, OBJ did dap up Kevin Stefanski. So, you know, there was some things out there that OBJ didn't like the way stuff was getting called. And I think that kind of shut that down. Yeah, yeah. The, it, you know, and that's a perfect segue into my next hypothetical question. Does that OB, OBJ handshake with Kevin Stefanski really mean anything? Because Mary Kay Cabin it came out and said, hey, look, it was it was it was just a it was just a handshake. I think Quincy Avery also put out there like a little mini spoof video of kind of dissecting the the, the handshake, kind of like a, an NFL football film, um, saying, you know, uh, uh, just the approach and, and how he approached him and everything. So I kind of want to go to to Noah here, uh, and then we'll go KFC, and I'll kind of give my thoughts. What, what do you kind of think about that handshake? Was it just something cordial? What are you gonna, you're not going to ignore him. What, what do you think about that? Any smoke? It was the right place at the right time. Stefanski was headed out. OBJ was headed in. They like each other. They gave it. They hugged it out for a second. But 
I'll give Mary Kay credit. He has been all over stuff this offseason. But I will also say that I've pretty much been on this since free agency started. Like, it's not going to happen. The handshake was a handshake, and that was that was it. Let me smell um, my candle. Let me smell my candle, man. This is – I blew it out. I just blew it out. <laughs> bro, you ever trying to bite that thing, bro. I just blew it out. And right as free agency started as well, I think I put out there probably not Browns, but Jets, 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 and it seems like it's still looking Jets, Jets, Jets. So we'll see. I hope not the Jets, man. We gotta play the. I mean, listen, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what OBJ's looking for. I don't know how much money he's still looking for fifteen million, and I guess he wants to play with Aaron Rodgers and playing in New York. He he knows the city. The he thing was, is, the thing is, is, they've not got that deal done yet. No, they don't have the deal done yet. Right? I mean, the, the, Bro, it, it's Aaron Rodgers is a psychopath, man. He might retire and go to like Australia or something. I, I, I think truly, I think, I, I think truthfully, I think that he wants to go to, correct me if I'm wrong, no, I don't, I don't know how much you know about the situation, but like, I think he wants to go to New York and it's just really a stalemate between the Jets and the Packers on comp, on, on compensation for Aaron Rodgers. I think, um, the deal might get done during the, um, during the NFL draft because of what players get picked up and things like that. Uh, and also, I think that's the reason why OBJ hasn't made an actual deal with New York yet. I mean, he wants to really make sure, like you're saying, KFC, he really wants to make sure that Aaron Rodgers goes to the New York Jets before he goes over there. Because, I mean, you might be playing with who knows. I mean, there, there might be a scenario where Zach Wilson comes back and still still there. I mean, I don't know if he's going to play under center um, knowing how badly the Jets wanted to get rid of him so uh it's kind of well like you know it, it kind of works out though because you know like aaron Rodgers isn't close with his mom so it wouldn't even really affect <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh i i jeff says man he loves obj to the jets since he's just been oh yeah oh my goodness no i don't i don't uh no you look like you wanted to say something there about 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 aaron Rodgers and, and the jets maybe yeah i don't i just I don't think I don't know how much doubt there is really within the circles of the NFL, like within the Jets organization, within the Packers organization. I, I don't know how much doubt there is that a deal won't get done. I think that it's just a matter of time. And I think that could happen from any point between like literally right now till the NFL draft. I think that I mean, it's going to get done at some point. Right. Like the Packers mm -hmm. can't say no, no, no. Hold out. Then what you have Aaron Rodgers on your roster with Jordan Love. And then it's like weird. Like it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. They'll work out the compensation. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's a lot of smoke, you know, but the Browns are bringing in a certain person. And somebody did just make a great comment mm. about a great addition to the defensive line would be Al Woods. Al Woods. What? Do you want to take that note yeah, I mean, all I can say is they're, I mean, they're bringing him in for a visit later in the week. He's also visiting with the New York Jets. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I don't know which one's coming up first for him, but the Browns are in the market for another defensive tackle, a veteran. Um, so whether it's Woods or if they strike out on him, maybe an Sean Robinson or someone like that. I mean, Ionitis, I, I know has been mentioned, but. Yes. You know, I, they're going to bring in another guy. It's just I think the guy is – the question is who. Um, so yeah. they're going to have Woods in for a visit. Yeah. I, I, I think it, I think the funniness, like me laughing, I just thought about the fact that it's Shelby. <laughs> but it's not Shelby. What's up, Shelby? And then secondly, isn't Al Woods like 37, 38 years old? Like is it – like is it – or, or, or is he oh. – he's 36. He's 36 years old. 
He's 36. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I I like Al Woods, and I I guess it's one of those well, things. You got to think to- though, he's not going to be your star D tackle, and we do need that veteran True. presence. You go True. go look at last year's defensive tackle room. Anything is an improvement. Yes, like literally. Yes, you need to revamp probably the whole room, maybe except. Uh, Perion, I think Perion's pretty much back unless he just completely has a horrible camp yeah. and all that. Um, but you get like a veteran guy like Al Woods alongside Dalvin Tomlinson, Mo Hurst, and uh, Tristan Hill, and then you maybe even draft a rookie. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna have some pretty good competition going on in camp, and I mean, I mean, the good book does say iron sharpens iron. That is true. That is true. And I, I, I do want to, you know, uh, you know, kind of shift gears to the de- defensive tackle room um, because you hit the nail on the head for me. That's, that's what I wanted to, to kind of address. I think, I think that looking at this room, it's a lot of competition. I don't remember the last time there was so much competition heading into training camp for the Cleveland Browns in recent memory. I, I, I think that it's just, it's great to see, um, a parry on Winfrey out there, um, kind of on a, I don't know, I don't know if prove it is the right term, but it seems like that. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like the way he came in, not talented wise, um, I think just the the noise he made just being drafted and barking and everything. I love Perry. <laughs> I, I, I really did. I got um, me hyped. It got me super hype, and even for the Cleveland Brown for the for the the puppy pound, uh, the name was a uh, Perry on Wolfrey, right? Yeah. So I, I think a lot of fans also gravitated toward Perry on Winfrey as well, and to just kind of not not see what we thought. There was kind of some some off the field issues uh, surrounding him, so it, it's like he has to come into this season and and, and is ready to play football and so sur- to surround him with Dalvin Thomas and like you were just saying and Mohurst and, and some competition out there to say, hey man, you know you. You kind of got to get it right. Uh, I think that's something that's very intriguing to me, extremely intriguing to me. No, what do you think about the defensive tackle room moving forward? Do you think that they're going to add anybody else or kind of just add somebody through the draft? What's what's kind of your analysis on that? I think they'll probably add another free agent. Um, and then the draft, I think there's no reason to rule that out. Um, right. Like I've been saying in the past, like the, this front office isn't going to be like, oh, well, we need this position. We're drafting this position with our first pick in the draft. Like, if they see an offensive tackle they love, they'll take him in the third round. They they draft for best available. So if a defensive tackle is their best available, then they'll take him. Um, if it's a safety, they'll take him. So, you know, they'll, they'll definitely continue to add to this roster. Yeah, and one thing that I, I just – I really want them to bolster that D-line is because that's one of my favorite things to watch is defensive line because the battle of the game is won and lost in the trenches. And when you have – am I wrong? When you can't stop the run, you're going to get ran all over. If you can get pressure on the quarterback, he's not going to be able to throw it. We, we, we can make an argument. I can make an argument that it's actually the wide receivers that matter. But, you know, I'm not – listen, listen I, I don't want to I don't want to turn this – I don't want to flip tables right now. Not yet. Not yet. I'm just saying. Just go I mean, continue, continue. Go, even go back – like, I mean, that's just – always been a thing though is just that yeah but this is not listen this is not the 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 1900s all right all right the the trenches and defense wins championships and i i I brought this up before i brought this up before i don't want to digress and i don't want to i know we're talking about the defense tackle room i I don't want to bring it back to my wide receivers i apologize no in advance but i I, you look at these super bowl things go look at the kansas city chiefs bro 
omit the greatest quarterback of all time. The, the if most your quarterback's that good, you can make any receiver look good then. And yet they still want to go out and get a DeAndre Hopkins. It, it is mind-blowing to me. It is mind But you know what? You know what? We haven't gotten there. I haven't been able to publicly. Chris Jones. Frank Clark. That Frank D-line's pretty solid, if, man. If, if, it's, if it's the D-line, that's a, Frank Clark would still be there. You know what I mean? Chris Jones, you get you get one. You get one on the defensive line who's a stud, and that's and that's it. You, there's a bunch of no-names other, other than that. I'm if you have saying, a good wide receiver. So you're saying the defense, when they can do three and outs because they're stopping the run and they're getting to the quarterback, sacking him, giving yeah. Deshaun Watson more time to throw to his receivers. You wouldn't like that? I mean, I mean, I mean, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would like that. I would like that. I'm not saying I don't like but, that. Shout out, shout, out to to Mitch, was, shout out to Mitch oh, Metz, by the way. He just said he's coming in a wee, wee bit late. What's up, man? How are you doing? But hey, go, yeah, ahead, go, up, go ahead, go ahead, KFC. But going back to that, it's just like, I want like a, just a monstrous D-line because I want teams to, when they play the Browns, they're just like scared. They're like, man, we might get hit a lot today. We might not be getting much yards today. We might get blown out. Like, if you can get a defense that instills fear, like, I want one of them defenses, like the old Pittsburgh Steelers defenses, the Ravens with uh, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Like, I want, like, one of them top defenses, you know, ones that's like, man, this offense is good, but that defense is scary. So that's why I'm so big on defensive tackles. No, no. It, it, listen, <laughs> listen. It's it's very important. And, you know, I don't want to. I I understand what MC's saying. I'm not. I don't want to be too argumentative tonight. I'm I, I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a spicy mood this evening because you know I I just I'm in a spicy mood. I apologize because I I know that you know I, we're not. What is it? You feeling dangerous? I'm feeling dangerous. I'm feeling really dangerous. Uh, I just want to make sure that we all are in agreement that this wide receiver room. I, and now I can address it. Actually, now that I now the nice little segue here, uh, I do want to transition a little bit to the Elijah Moore trade because I I don't know if we were able to talk about that yet. Uh, have you talked about that yet, KFC? What the the Elijah yeah. Moore trade? Yeah. Oh, uh, we talked about it Monday. Okay, um, so, but, so you can, we can talk about it again. Yeah, I want to talk about it really quickly now that we have now that we have Noah, and I do want to talk about it a little bit and just to, to, to hear your thoughts more so in person. Um, First and foremost, I absolutely love this trade. Uh, I know that it's it's kind of old news for us Brown fans because the offseason, there's always there's always things moving, right? I'm so in love with this trade because essentially you got Elijah Moore and your pick back and you moved back, right? I mean, you just essentially moved back. So it's not it's not even like the worst case scenario. Um and Jets fans are going to try to downplay it because, you know, uh, Elijah Moore had a little bit of an attitude and he's a locker room problem. He was a locker room problem when he had Zach Wilson under center. That's when you're a locker room problem. Sounds a little bit familiar as OBJ and Baker Mayfield, but let's, you know, save that away. I'll uh, <laughs> put that away for now. Uh, but, it, you know, everybody's a locker room problem, especially wide receivers. They turn into divas when they're not getting the ball or the ball's going 10 feet over their head. That's just that's just the fact, the, 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 the fact of the situation. Having Elijah Moore come in here really rounds out our wide receiver room. And me being the wide receiver lover that I am, I feel very pretty. I feel, I feel good. I feel very good. I'm calm. I don't need, you know, I don't need an OBJ. I don't need a DeAndre Hopkins. Would I like that? I mean, just because you have a nice Toyota Camry and a nice Honda Civic doesn't mean you wouldn't say no to a Lamborghini SUV, right? I mean, you were not going to say no to that. But at the same time, I'm very content. I'm trying to be uh, more content in 2023. So, so Noah, what are your thoughts on the Elijah Moore trade? Um, am I feeling right for feeling more content, or what? What? Are, what how are you feeling about this acquisition? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, they they were pretty aggressive in their pursuit of Elijah Moore. He was a guy that was going to be gone 
pretty probably be gone at least from the Jets because they have such a crowded wide receiver room there. And then Rodgers is coming, and they want to bring in his own guys. So he just didn't really have a role anymore in New York, and, and the Browns were pretty aggressive, and, and, and it made a lot of sense. Um, they were comfortable. They were, for the most part, they were pretty comfortable, I think, with the wide receiver room before the trade. Um, but then bringing in Elijah Moore just makes you even more comfortable. Um, an injury goes down. You have those guys that were originally going to be playing for you who are going to be able to step in and play anyway. So you, the more depth you have, obviously, at those positions like that, the better. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they're really comfortable. I think the Browns fans can be content with that wide receiver room. Maybe see – like, I, I, I think they'll draft another wide receiver at some point. Um, so just bring a little, bring in a little more competition, mm-hmm. um, probably just dis- make a couple of extra spots disappear. Um, so yeah, I, I think they'll draft a wide receiver. I know they're having, they're meeting with, um, Tank Dell tomorrow or they met with him today, I think. And then Jalen Hyatt expected to be there tomorrow. So just doing their due diligence on wide receivers and who knows who drops and if they want to move up a little bit, maybe they, they explore that, but yeah. So speaking of the Elijah Moore trade, yeah, I absolutely love it. Yeah, just because I think we fleeced the Jets, we moved back what thirty picks, thirty-two picks or something like that. Got a good receiver too, and one stat that kind of stood out to me—I may be quoting this way wrong—but I believe in his career in the NFL, he only has three career drops, and that's insane. Uh, what is it? His third year? Is this his fourth year or third year this year? I think I think it's third. I think it's third. Well, I mean, there are two seasons to have three drops. That's I mean, that shows you he's got good hands, and he's one of the like. I mean, you go back to even his college tape. His routes are insane. And you put him alongside Amari Cooper, man, then we're gonna have one of the best duo like route running receivers in the league. Yeah, this is about to be. Yeah, this guy, he's going into his third year in twenty twenty three. So yeah, get hyped. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm super. I'm super pumped. I'm super pumped. Uh, uh, I, I loved him out of Ole Miss. I love the, the 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 kind of dog peeing celebration. I just I just loved like it. Who, I, I just I just everyone knows that I love my my noisy wide receivers. I like guys who are who aren't you know mute. I, I just I don't know why I just I just you, I you don't like uh, you like extroverts. Yeah, I like I, I like it. I like you to be a little flashy. I like you to be a little flashy. You know, I, I'm, I love the Amari Cooper accusation, but you know, yeah, hey. Uh, so I do want to move slowly, slowly into the NFL draft because I know you wanted to talk that. Uh, I know you want to talk that KFC. Um, I don't know. You know, are there any names out there that you really want us to get with our first pick? Is there somebody? Is there a because the Cleveland Browns in general, I'll just put this out there. I don't know if you guys feel uh, uh, differently, but the Cleveland Browns did a very good job of just addressing all holes across the board in free agency. I mean, they did a very good job of, you know, evenly distributing out the need. So I- I'm going into this draft for the first time in a long time that I can remember as a Browns fan mm-hmm. where I'm like, huh, I I don't really need any position at my with my first pick there's not anything i say hey if you don't drive a wide receiver it is over if you don't draft a corner a d tackle it is over is that yeah. would you guys agree with that no would you agree with that or is there somebody that you really or is there a position that you really that's the first question is there a position that you really think we need to address or do you think it's kind of like best player available i think it's best player player available i think that that's the motto that they've been running since andrew barry got here even if you could say oh, man, they need a wide receiver. If they didn't make that move for Elijah Moore, and you're like, wow, they need a wide receiver, I don't think they go into the draft saying we're taking a wide receiver here, regardless. 
Um, if there's no wide receiver there that they think is va valuable enough to select with their first pick, they won't take it. That's just how this regime works. What do you think, AFC? Is there, I, 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 because I, because I, I actually now I actually kind of changed my mindset just slightly. And you only hey. talked for about ten seconds, but I kind of I kind of changed my mind a little bit though. Because so, like, because the whole regime with Aaron Drew Barry has really never been, you know, take what you really really need, you know. Yeah. So it's it's go ahead, KFC. What do you think though? So I want another safety, and I oh. think that that should be our first pick. And oh. the way draft boards are starting to fall, Jordan Battle's starting to fall a little bit. JL Skinner's starting to fall a little bit. Jamie Robinson's starting to fall a little bit. And I'm really high on those three guys. Um, and Cindy Brown, too. Those One of those four at 74, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be running through a wall. I'm not going to lie. Because mm -hmm. if you can get Jordan Battle, he reminds me a lot of like um, Jamal Adams at LSU. And then JL Skinner's 6'4". Mm. Sidney Brown can cover ground like so quick. He's a ball hawk, um, can r run super quick, jump super high for his height. And Jamie Robinson, his tape uh, speaks for itself. So I, 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 I like, uh, I, I really like the guy, the D tackle out of, uh, out of Michigan, uh, Mozzie, Mozzie Smith. Mozzie Smith. I like Mozzie Smith a lot. 6'3", 340, I think. Um, a lot of scouts and even PFF is, is you know, depending on how you feel about PFF, but um, rates him as kind of a long-term starter in the NFL. Mozzie Smith, I, I, I like that because having some more versatility on the defensive line, it would be great to kind of treat that defensive line like the Philadelphia Eagles did, where it's almost as like a, a starting DeAndre Square, linebacker, MC. We need to talk about that because I know KFC is going crazy. But, oh, I'm like, going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you give me my Wildcats on the Cleveland Browns. I'm oh, going to be going it's, through it's a because wall. it's biased. It's Kentucky, bro. It's Kentucky. No, DeAndre football. Square Will, is a Will dog. Levis. This is what Will Levis does. Listen, I'm, listen. I don't. I love Will Levis. I don't think he's the best quarterback in this draft. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, I've said this. I'm going to clip it. Oh, I'm clip it. I don't think he's better than CJ. I don't think he's better okay. than. Okay. Um, uh, Bama guy. I think he's better than Bryce, uh, Young. Bryce, Bryce Young. Young. I was Bama blanking guy. on it. My bad. Oh, okay. I was still thinking of safeties, and uh, I was willing to right. say Jordan Battle. Right. But like, I don't think he's better than CJ. I don't think he's better than uh, Bryce Young. But I, I do think, think he's better he's, than Anthony Richardson. Oh, he's better. <laughs> I'm telling you, so many people are buying into this hop. He's not that good. Okay. He's good, okay. but I don't think he's what everybody's taking him because everybody's putting him already at like Lamar level. Mm. He's not there. He's still very raw because he's very young. Mm. If he's in the right system, I think he could do good. Mm. But okay. I don't think he's a top five pick. Okay. 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 Uh, I I I want to I want to quickly finish by Mozzie because then I want to get to 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 know to know about who he thinks uh, his pick if there's anybody out there that he really likes. But again, uh, Mozzie Smith, I I want the defensive line to kind of be like a like a like the for the Philadelphia Eagles where they kind of have a a starting pitcher rotation for the defensive line where you just bring people out in and out during the game during the season. Uh, everyone pretty much stays fresh. Uh, because you have a lot of versatility on that defensive line. And that's kind of, for me, how you preserve uh, Miles Garrett's career and, and, and the longevity here for in, uh, why he's in the brown and orange is just be able to move him around throughout the line, kind of shuffle him around there, and just have guys, Dalvin Tomlinson and, and Mozzie Smith and uh, your Perrion Winfrey's if he shows up at you know, 007 to shift him around the line. I think it's going to be so nice to be able to have a group of talented guys, right? Not this huge 
drop off that we saw last year from Miles Garrett and you know Jadavion Clowney more so his name not more so his play but Jadavion Clowney and then you just have a bunch of other guys you know what I mean so it's just I would love to see that I would love to see that um this year and 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 bring in a Mozzie Smith that's what I would uh no is there is there a guy you have uh, before we go to, to KFC's yeah, I think along the lines of Demazi Smith, I think Gervon Dexter from Florida is another guy that they're looking at pretty close. Yes. Um, like so he he met with the, he had a formal meeting with the Browns. I was told at the combine, and then also met with them. I think it was at this point last week. Met with them as well. So multiple meetings. Um, he lit up the combine. He had a really really good combine. Had a nice pro day. So I think that if he's in there in the third round, then he could be a possibility. And then guys I've touched on before, B.J. Ojolari, who we heard from at the Combine as well, I like a lot. Um, and I guess wide receiver-wise, Tank Dell they met with today, but I think that he's a realistic option there as well. Um, and then if we're still just talking anything draft, Anthony Kendall is a, is a name too from the Division Three school in Baldwin-Wallace. Mm. It's right down the street from the Browns. Um, they've shown the most interest in him among five or six teams. They've been pretty heavy on him and talking to him more than any other team. So – We'll see about that. He he could go undrafted. He could get drafted in, on day three as well. Um, so we'll see if the Browns like him enough to draft him or another team could like him enough. Uh, I know he's had phone calls with a couple of different teams and met with a couple of other teams. So we'll see. But undrafted, he'll probably have a good market to be an undrafted free agent. I think the Browns will be right in the mix on that too. Quick question, though. What, what, are, you, what are the chances that the Cleveland Browns kind of draft a um, – Two two part question. What are the chances that the Cleveland Browns draft a running back? And if so, is there anybody that they kind of spoke to? And then two, what are the chances that they get drafted really late quarterback like 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 DTR um, from UCLA? I know he's a fifth year senior, so he's like twenty. I don't even know. I don't even know how old he is. Twenty seven COVID years and all this. I don't know. But but but, uh, but but I mean, you know, he, he's he's up there. What are the chances that they that they do something like that really really late if a quarterback potentially falls? Because you know, I don't know how how much we love Josh Dobbs, but but is there running backs and quarterbacks? Is hear anything about that? Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. I think okay. running back is way way more likely than a quarterback because right. a quarterback they still have Kellen Mond. I think right. Yes. On the yes. Roster, yes. So. Yep. So you have him who's still young and they still want to develop him as much as they can. So he's going to be your practice squad guy, probably with protection on the practice squad. So no other teams can take him if they want. And then you have Deshaun and Dobbs. So I don't think that quarterback necessarily is good. Like I could say right now, like they're going to take a quarterback late because it just wouldn't make a lot of sense because then you're getting rid of the Kellen Mond. So if they like a guy more than Mond and feel the need to draft him, then maybe um, they could sign an undrafted free agent quarterback and, and have him compete with Mond for that third QB spot maybe. Mm, but I think mm. a running back's much more likely in the draft. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to I do want to uh, first and foremost running back. I would appreciate us bringing in a running back. Um I before I, because I think I know you're smiling at what you're about to say, but uh, we got a, a comment from Charlie Cooper of Facebook. The acquisition of Marquise Goodwin uh, was a great pickup as well. I do want to address that because I didn't address it before. I absolutely love that too, because that, that just shows you kind of the rotational kind of situation that's in the wide receiver room, because God forbid anybody goes down. We kind of have a have a, a stout wide receiver room. I mean, Mari Cooper, you're looking at, uh, uh, you know, Elijah Moore and Marquise Goodwin and DPJ and Jakeem Grant, if they decide to use him in a certain, uh, you know, uh, position. And then D uh, uh, David Bell as well. Um, 
looking to take that next leap uh, this season. So I, 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 I'm very comfortable. Again, I'm very comfortable with the wide receiver room. Um, but KFC, you're making a face. Do you want to say something before I move on to this next thing? You know, we're talking about running backs. And yeah, there's been a few tweets out there about a guy I like in the draft. Mm. And that's Deuce <sighs> from Kansas State. I want to mute my mic. This dude is a dog. I'm sorry. You know, I think he would be a great running back two or a running back I three. I love Deuce Vaughn. Because he can play the receiver back. And, you know, I'm, you know, he's not the biggest dude. He's about 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, somewhere in there. That, that is short. That, that, but you know, for these NFL, guys that are that, they're, they're, they're hard to tackle because they can maneuver underneath you. you Low know? center of gravity. Yeah, exactly. And they can move their feet. And he's got a fast, like, twitch. He can go, and he can just kind of juke out of anything. How know? can he go? How can he go? Can you do that one more time for listening? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he had 1,500 yards, uh, nine tutties. And right about 400 yards receiving with three tutties receiving. And his PFF grade was pretty good, I think. Uh, 82.1, that's pretty solid. The year before that, it was 91.6. And the year before that, it was an 89.0. Yeah, yeah. The only thing kind of knocking his uh, his grade down is pass block and run block because his pass block is atrocious. Oh, my but, gosh, I would imagine. I would imagine but when he's, you're 5'5". You know, <laughs> yeah, when you're 5'5". Yeah. Five five four one seventy six. You're not going to be butt. Oh, MC just brought up a great point. He said you can't see him behind big dudes, so you could sneak him behind the O line. Yes, like absolutely. On screen passes, absolutely. And that's your and and that is your Darren Sproles esque. Yeah, exactly. Maybe use him, you know, uh, potentially in special teams somehow. But obviously, Jakeem Grant is going to be holding that down. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he's healthy and is able to be a a really good kick returner and punt returner um, for the Cleveland Browns. Speaking still of that that running back room, shifting gears slightly, because again, I think that this factor will sway uh, who we draft and in what position, because Kareem Hunt is still out there, guys. I mean, I, it, it seems as though it was one of those situations where, go ahead. Yeah, there's, you know, KFC showing the jersey. Go ahead. You know, I it, 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 it test the market. See what you can get. And it looks like, you know, the market's not not that attractive for Kareem Hunt at this very moment. You know, he did, had a little bit of a down year last year. Didn't have the year that a lot of people expected him to have. I kind of want your guys' take on uh, Kareem Hunt potentially coming back. No, I know I got to start with you here because is there any noise, any whispers, any – I want to hear even a little mouse with some cheese. Give me something. Is there potentially any Kareem Hunt coming back? But maybe, maybe. I still don't think it's likely – um, I, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I I had made a report about it, but I was told that the market wasn't probably quite what he had expected, and um, which obviously you alluded to. But the running back market in general, man, it's it's tough. It's tough, really tough. So I I still wouldn't say it's likely, but I was told not to rule it out yet. So okay, okay, I I I I made a note of that because I do. I'm interested of how that would work out. And KFC, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that question as well. Do you see Kareem Hunt coming back? Because it it, it seems a little bit interesting on how that would fit in. Obviously, it would be a one year deal, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, and then just do you Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and then where does Jerome Ford fit in all of this? I mean, you want to eventually kind of hand things off. Um, you know, MC says all things being equal, I think Hunt would love to be in Cleveland. I think he wants to be in Cleveland as well. Yeah. But it's just that it's like, hey, I want to get paid. This is probably his last 
bigger contract, I guess. He thought he was going to get a, a big a break the bank, the Brinks truck, I guess. I don't know, but it's like, hey, it, it's going it's going dry. Even well, Ezekiel Elliott. Is still- yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think Zeke, where he's not like got picked up yet, like I think that's kind of hurting his because Zeke's a better running back, running like better running back. Yeah, yeah. So you know that once he gets signed, I think shortly after you might see. Uh, Kareem Hunt get picked up because I mean you know there's teams that still need a veteran top running back. Yes, yes. And, I mean Kareem Hunt still got some juice going for him. So, but it, I, I I don't know if I want to see him back because I kind of want to see what Jerome Ford has. Yeah, and then, like, I want I want Deuce Vaughn in Cleveland. Yes, yes. I think it's I think it's time to especially I don't see him I certainly don't see him on a two year contract coming back to Cleveland unless but I do unless it's super 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 low uh, do you what what do you think Noah do you think a one year two year or is it if he comes back at all like if he comes back do you think it's going to be a certain guaranteed one year yeah I don't I don't see him coming back I'll say that right. first I want right, like right. obviously I'm reporting what I was told um, right. I do not see him back I don't think yeah. it's going to happen but I was yeah. told not to shut the door which is all I'm saying. Um, I, if, if he's back, it's a one-year deal. He's not signing a multi-year deal here for sure. Like, right. Yeah. Right. So and, it'll be a one-year deal. And if it, and, and, and so if you, and, and by the way, uh, everyone who's, who's watching and, and listening, if you have any questions for Noah, you know, please throw it in the chat. Cause I know a couple of people wanted to ask you some questions, um, but I haven't seen any yet. So um, yeah, please throw them in the chat, but also, if, if he does come back, I, the reason I also really don't see a double, uh, a multi-year contract is because those like Deshaun Watson's uh, uh, yearly price is going to go up next year, the year after next year. And so I think that you want to get those kind of guys on a rookie deal. I mean, your, your Jerome Fords, your Deuce Vaughn's. I mean, you can get Deuce Vaughn for super, super cheap, um, uh, depending on what round you get him in. Yeah. Um, so I, I would I would love Deuce Vaughn. I really would. I mean, Jerome Ford, give him some some carries, let him ease into that role, um, and potentially figure out a way to still have one of the best running back rooms in the NFL. I mean, you're starting off great with Nick Chubb, and I just don't want the fall off to be crazy at the opposition and rely on Nick Chubb, you know, to have yeah, 30 plus care, 20 plus carries, 30 plus carries a game. You know, I don't, yeah. I, I don't think that's our offense anymore. So um, that's, that's one thing that's going to help him out. But at the same time, it's like, you want to have somebody who's comparable, comparable, but he goes down or have, you know, have an illness or something. Yeah. And, you know, uh, sorry, I just kind of got this thought in my head. I've got to ask you guys. So, how sure are you guys on the linebacking room? Mm. Because mm. I mean, we've brought. I mean, we re-signed a walk, which we talked about that uh, last time. Noah, me and me, you and Mac, and that was right before uh, he had signed back and he was going to that visit with the Commanders. Uh, but you know, getting a walk back, JOK's coming back, Jacob Phillips. Is there any smoke or any noise about another linebacker possibly coming in? Um, I haven't heard anything specific. I'll say with Deion Jones, um, he I think he has a visit within the next week or so with another team. I think I saw that today. So um, I don't know the likelihood of him coming back, but I haven't heard anything specific on linebackers. I'm sure they'll bring in another one um, at some point between now and, and draft or so, in the draft maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there, have they, I know that they've met with quite a few players. Have there been any like notable linebackers that they've met with? In terms of free agents or the draft? Or the draft. Um, I don't have any specific names for you guys, but I'm sure that there's, they're, they're meeting with a ton of people. Like, yeah, they're meeting with a lot of guys. 
There, okay. th- I, 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 for the linebacker room, obviously, there's a lot of guys that are in the linebacker room who the, the weird thing that I personally feel, and you feel free to disagree, guys. The weird thing that I feel personally is we had a couple linebackers step up last year when AWOC went down, right? Um, Taki Taki, I think Tony Fields had that, what, two interception game in his short little, uh, uh, where he returned even one back for a touchdown, I think. Yeah, versus um, Houston. Yeah, versus Houston. So it's like the defense really showed up there. It's like you kind of have some guys where it's like you had a, you had a pretty good season last year, all things considered, when you were asked to step up. We do want to see that. We do want to see that. So it's kind of a, we, a rock and a hard place for the Browns mm-hmm. where it's like, do we need a linebacker? Obviously, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, from a strictly team perspective, would you guys agree that it's kind of like the guys who you ask to step up kind of did? Like, why don't you show, you know, give Taki Taki a shot? Why don't you put Tony Fields out there and really see what you have in a Tony Fields? Uh, would, would you guys kind of agree that that's the position that the Browns are in right now? Uh, uh, Christian, Christian, you go ahead. and which, that I, th- I think that they'll bring in some guys in the draft, which MC, I want to touch on that. Uh, DeAndre Square. Everybody knows I'm a big Kentucky guy. It's going to sound a little biased, but if we can get DeAndre Square like real late, like sixth, seventh, I don't know where he's getting mocked at, or yeah. even if he's even outside of the draft, if he goes yeah. like, uh, undrafted. But, you know, I saw this guy in person. Dude's pretty good at stopping the run. I mean, over his time at Kentucky, he had 150 solo tackles, 150 assisted tackles, totaling at 303 tackles. 23 tackles for a loss, 6.5 sacks, three interceptions, and his PFF grade was was pretty good last year. It was a 76 overall, with his run defense being a 76.8 and pass rush being 72.9. Mm-hmm. I think that he would be a solid piece, like just rotational guy. Like I'm not going to say he's going to come out here and be Bobby Wagner or Ray Lewis or something <laughs> like that, but I think he would be like a nice like depth piece because – we were at like we had so many linebackers on the team last year because I felt like everybody got hurt. Like we lost, we lost a walk week three. Yeah, uh, yeah. Talkie talkie, uh, Jacob Phillips. I mean, just plethora of guys just went down in that linebacker room. JOK was out for a while. Um, so I mean, yeah, as much depth as, if we can get depth on that, that'd be great. <laughs> Uh, Noah, I wanted to ask you really quickly. Um, d- did you feel did, uh, like is is that kind of the situation that you see the Browns in as well? Like having so many linebackers that kind of stepped up. Uh, you know, is that why they're kind of stalling on making a lot of those uh, linebacker acquisitions and also bringing back Anthony Walker because obviously he you know didn't want to sign with the Commanders or maybe it was less money and they're like, hey, we brought back a walk as well. It's like, what do you? I mean, do we do we even make any moves? Is that kind of what you were seeing as well, or? Yeah, I think so. I think that Walker, like, like I said in the past too, like he was just a staple, like, like no other, um, in that linebacker room and that defense on that defensive side of the ball and just in the locker room in general for everyone. Um, players like literally adore him. Uh, so that was something that I felt probably would happen. Um, with the, I, I know he had a level of interest in coming back to the Browns. Um, so the Browns ended up bringing him back, obviously. So I think that I don't think they're in a rush to bring someone else back or to bring someone else in, right. but it's going to happen eventually. This, this front office is never going to get in like that sort of, we need someone now we need someone now, like they're going to wait it out and they'll make sure that they get who they want. It's one point or another. Yeah, I totally, they still I, have, I, yeah. They, still, 
they still have a good amount of players in that room now at linebacker. So guys that they're comfortable it, with. Yeah, ex- exactly. And that's the point I think I, I, I'm, I'm trying to portray here. It's like they, they have guys in that room that you're not upset with if they have to, you know, play because they showed that they can do that. Now, if they came out and just it just looked horrible once again and everybody's getting to that, you know, sort of pseudo second level going right through the defensive line and then, you know, linebackers aren't making tackles, then you're going to see that be a – uh, a, a larger need, but I mean, they, they did, they did pretty well for the position that they were put in um, getting down to that, you know, linebacker three kind of situation. MC says, Manny says, let them know if you disagree, then gets also upset. If you do, I mean, look, 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 look. <laughs> depending on the way you disagree. Okay. If you're really disagreeing with what I'm saying, I'm going to give a little pushback. All right. But I mean, you, you could say it. I'm just, I'm going to reply. Uh, you know, uh, also, uh, we have a question for uh, Noah here. Mitch Metz from Twitter says, how many years does Batonio have left? Meaning, I, and he reiterated more so meaning on the roster, like how, like at longevity wise, uh, he was wondering, we, you know, if we brought in a guard, was it more so of a, a replacement for Wyatt Teller being injury prone or is it more so for being that successor to Joe Batonio? Because again, he's a pro bowler, Batonio is. And I mean, you know, these guys don't just grow on trees and don't play forever. Uh, how many years uh, do you think Joe Batonio has left roughly in him? Yeah, I don't think that there's a set number at this point. Like, that dude's an all-pro year in and you're out. Um, he's not showing any signs of regression, so I don't think the Browns are going to be ready to move on from it anytime soon. Until they start seeing that regression, um, or maybe an injury could throw that off a little bit as well, but until they see that regression, I don't think that there's any sort of time frame of when he's going to be done. But they're going to continue to bring in guys, solid depth guys on that line too, just in case those injuries happen. If Petonio gets hurt and they're on in the play, and they're making a run at the playoffs week 15, 16, they want a guy that's going to step in and help them win a playoff game. Um, so they're going to continue to bring in those types of guys. I think Petonio, I don't think he's a free agent until like 2026. Mm. So, I mean, he's still got years left on that deal. And yeah. um, he, he's going to be a guy that they're probably going to rework that deal at some point. Not maybe that not this off season, but between him, maybe Amari Cooper, like those are all guys that that'll rework their contracts to stay here. Yeah, I want Batonio here for like the longevity of his career. I don't another care Joe, if he, um, Joe, another Joe Thomas kind of thing. Well, I mean, he's I I think this year makes like his the same like time that he spent with the Browns, like Joe Thomas did, because he only yeah. spent nine years. Yeah, so I think this will be his ninth or tenth season. Hmm. So. I mean, he is the longest tenured Brown, I think, other than Char- Charlie Hewitt. So, yeah, I completely agree. I think, I think so. One of our other questions that we just had, uh, you know, I would, I, and I'll answer that question as well. I, I do like Joel Petonio. He's one of those guys that I think is a is a cornerstone of this franchise, and I would love for him to stay here a while. I do think that depending on you're seeing kind of like what Jason Kelsey. I mean, he's a center. Right, Jason Kelsey's signed a one-year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles to stay with them, and they just were in the Super Bowl. I, I think it depends, truthfully, on how good the Browns are. Right, I think a lot of players um, don't want to sacrifice their body season in and season out for a team that's just not getting any better. Joe Thomas, I mean. He- I stud for being with the Browns for as long as he has been. And the Browns just have not been, you know, producing during his tenure here. Um, but I, so a lot of people question why he's a hall of famer. If you're not a Browns fan, um, a lot of people outside looking in, they really don't get that. But I will say that with the, the Browns kind of making this turn to kind of be a contender, 
right? Baltimore, you don't know what's happening with Lamar. They might be on their way down. Um, you know, it, 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 it seems as though the Browns can uh, make a little playoff push, which might extend Batonio a little bit, you know what I mean? And his mindset about what he goes through in the trenches and uh, uh, being here for a little bit. Um, oh, we have one of our last questions here is uh, basically, is, is Stefanski on a hot seat now I, for this season? I, I know this is kind of a, a vague question. It's not really like a, a, a you know, it's kind of your opinion. Um, is Stefanski on the hot seat going into the season? I mean, he's ha- it's a valid question because uh, he has pretty much everything, right, at his disposal now that he needed. Um, you're filling in um, best player available in the draft. Um, and it just seems as though this is a roster to make some noise, especially if Lamar's not there. I mean, wh- what are your fourth place schedule, easiest schedule? Um, so is is he like if if you know i guess it depends on what the the record is at the end of the season and the circumstances within that record but uh Noah, what what do you think about this question is there is there a way that you can possibly answer that <laughs> yeah that word like hot seat i know fans this offseason have been saying that if he doesn't have a good season then it's like okay he's gone but within the organization that's not anything that they're looking like they're not looking at it as he has he's on the hot seat if he doesn't have a good year then he's done jimmy haslam loves him He's not like, look, Kevin, if, if you don't have a good season this year, you're out. Um, that's just not something that you do. So he has all the stuff at his, at his disposal, has a ton of talent. And the Browns, the entire organization wants – I mean, obviously everyone pitches in with their own way within the organization, but everyone wants the success of the team. And they have all these weapons. They have all this different stuff. And so Kevin Stefanski and everyone else are going to do the best they can to um, put a good, put out a good product on the field and make it run in the playoffs. So I don't think that word hot seat is being thrown around in the organization at all. Yeah. Um, it's just another season and, and they want to win. Yeah. I think the only way that he ends up on the hot seat is if the, the Browns start off like 0-6. And, and I think that's when they would like just cut ties. Like if they just come out atrocious, like Hugh Jackson, Hubert Jackson level top Browns with this roster, like that would be the only way I could see it. I know, like, back at the end of the season, I, I kind of overreacted. I was just mad at the world because I wanted to go to the playoffs and I wanted to beat Pittsburgh. Um, and then I was like, fire him. But I, that was just spur-of-the-moment reactions. Um, I like Kevin Stefanski. But like Noah said, I don't think anything's on the hot seat. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with what you're, what, what both of you are saying. I One, I don't think – I. I think that's just an attractive, sexy word to use by Brown's Twitter. Hot seat, hot seat. Is that person on the hot seat? Look, look. Kevin Spancy's on the hot seat, right? The only way he's fired midseason is if he does exactly what KFC just said. I mean, if you start off this season, um, you know, uh, and you're 0-6, 0-7 with a fourth-place schedule, you know, you're, 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 you're playing teams like the Titans who are just blown, basically blowing it up. Uh, you, the Ravens twice a year without Lamar, right? The Broncos, I mean, they make it a little bit better, but the Colts and Texans, I mean, it, it's, it's Kyler Murray still has that torn ACL. So he might not be back until November. So depending when you, depending on when you play the Cardinals, um, you know, if it's an easy schedule in the first, uh, the first, uh, you know, four or five weeks again, like it was last year, it, it's, it's like, you can't go through that schedule again. Joe Woods is fired. you got a new special teams. Uh, you know, uh, uh, coordinator. It's like, I mean, hey, y- you covered all of it. So if you're going 0 and 6, 0 and 7, hey, the, the mirror is looking at you, right? I mean, it's going to be Kevin Stefanski. But I think it's because we all, as Browns fans, for the majority of us, 
realize that last year wasn't on Kevin Stefanski. Right. I mean, it just wasn't. I mean, there's so many holes everywhere as you look. But this year, it's a little bit different. So I, I give a little bit more uh, leniency to that of the hot seat word. But 99% of me is like, no, he's not. He's not on the hot seat. Just like MC says, Haslam's a patient guy. Um, Look, real saying, quick, if the Browns start 0 6, 0 7, I think there's going to be bigger. There's bigger issues in that organization <laughs> than Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good point. I mean, I mean, what do you The disaster, the atrocity that would happen in Cleveland if the Browns start 0 6, 0 7. I, man, I don't want to see another. I don't, oh, man, I don't even know what to even say. I mean, Oh man, I can't, I can't, I can't. Wow. I, that will be, that will be something that we're going to have to live down for another 20, 30 years, because that would be just the, the repercussions from that. Right. I mean, Deshaun Watts going to be, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. I mean, if you're Owen six, Owen seven, Deshaun Watson under center after hype videos and a whole off season of, of being with your team. That's a mistake. It's a mistake. If we start Owen six, I'm not watching football ever again. No, I'm going to just watch time. table tennis. I'm going to pick a table tennis team or player and just watch that, right? I'm going to uh, start watching underwater basket weaving. That would yes, be my yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, MC says, wish Mac was here. You know what? Listen, everybody loves Mac. I think it's a Buffalo. Everyone just everyone just it's loves Buffalo. It's the, it's the mustache. It's the mustache. And he cries, right? too, he cries a lot, too. What, whatever. I mean, I mean, hey. First he and foremost, everybody. What, what, he what does cry. He does cry. He does cry. We have video. We have videographic evidence of that. Uh, Snapchat. But anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> um, thank you so much, Noah, for being on with us, uh, listeners and watchers. You can follow Noah at Browns with Noah. That is no spaces uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Is that correct? Uh, wonderful, wonderful Browns content. Um, a fantastic reporter for the Browns. I mean, it's 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 amazing having you on. Uh, Noah, any any final words here? Um, no, I appreciate the kind words. I, the last thing I'd leave you with is I know your guy's DeAndre Hopkins. Um, what if he gets released? Like, then what? No, that's all I'm saying. Nothing nothing crazy. I'm just saying, like, teams are not in on him. Te- like, I'm sorry. I, re- I phrased that wrong. Teams are in on him, but not for that price. So what if he gets released? I'm just curious as to where you think he would go. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. So, so, wait, hold on one second. I never even thought – about Desha- about DeAndre Hopkins getting released. Who said? I said that in our group chat. Wait, did you really? Yeah, like back in January, because I looked at his contract and he has like a cut. Like, a, isn't it like if he gets cut before yeah, a certain date, like they don't got to pay you the guarantee? I'm not sure the exact terms of his contract, but I, I don't think it's out of the I'm question that he gets released. I know Albert Breer um, had talked about that too. I think it was earlier today. So I, I'm just putting that out there. Like, just interesting. I, I I would I depending on how much money okay. he wants. They got a potential out, um, and it says this year, this off season, and I think there's twenty two thousand dead cap if they cut him, but it turns into thirty next year. That's a very good. Well, well first and foremost, I just want to say he he's he. It's hard to say with this wide receiver room because it's so, like, from top to bottom pretty good. But he would be a Cleveland – why would he not come to the Cleveland Browns? Why – Why is there – I can't figure out another team that he would rather go – maybe Kansas City if he wants to win. But I don't understand as to why he would not want to come 
to the Cleveland Browns. Could he be released this offseason? Hmm? Yeah, there's even... a potential out. I think it's like one of them uh, – he has like his money's like guaranteed on like a certain date, and if they cut him before that, they don't have to pay all the guarantee. I I, I, I am so – Maybe totally wrong. Well, it was that, is, that, is that kind of like Austin Hooper, what we do with Austin Hooper a little bit? Yeah, it's like a – You well, cut him before like Kind of like uh, JJ three, that that type of contract, I believe. I'm I'm not. I'm actually truthfully, and I'm not speechless most of the time. But I'm actually speechless because I never thought about that possibility. I never thought about that possibility. But I, but but again, if that happens, I don't care what we have to do. I'm getting goosebumps right now talking. I don't care what we have to do if we can get DeAndre Hopkins f- f- and negotiate that contract. And I know he'll take a little bit less to be here in a Cleveland Browns uniform. I mean, it is. W- w- Noah, help me out. Is it, would it, would it, is it possible? Is it something that I can't even speak? Um, <laughs> he dropped that bomb on Mandy. <laughs> no, I can't even. I, what, what am I going to do with the rest of the evening? I'm supposed to eat dinner. I can't even eat. I won't. I won't. I won't. What, what do you what, like? Like <laughs> the Cardinals are going to try the best. Try their best to get a pick, or probably at this point, like a day three pick um, for him. So we'll see if a team like Kansas City just throws them that day three pick, takes on some of that contract, and, and rolls with it. Um, if he is released, I think it gets a little more interesting. However, I wouldn't say if he gets released, like, oh, he's going to Cleveland. Like, right. I think there's going to be a lot of teams on him, a lot of contenders in on him wanting to sign him to a one-year deal to just make a run. Um, yes, Deshaun Watson here helps, obviously. But if a guy like Patrick Mahomes calls you and says, yo, let's run it up in Kansas City – like, yes, Deshaun Watson, they have that built-in chemistry, but another quarterback calling you is like, okay, like, a lot of people want me. Maybe the Bills call him. Maybe the Jets call him. You know, who knows, right? So I think they'll have a lot of suitors if he is released. Um, a lot of a lot of guys calling him, a lot of players calling him, a lot of teams calling him. So I wouldn't say that the Browns are, like, the front runner on that. But so, I just think it would be interesting that if he is released – um, how people were banging the drum at the beginning of this offseason, like, yeah. just throw him your second-round pick and take him. Like, <laughs> teams aren't willing to give up anything close to that. Yeah, no, yeah. no. So, hot take on D-Hop. If he does get released, he goes wherever Lamar Jackson goes. Oh, man. I don't think he will. I don't – I don't think I don't think he want. They're boys. It, it's it's hard because he has, boys. He it, it, it's it, it's hard to know where he wants to go because he doesn't have that no trade clause anymore. So if there was teams no, thrown no, around with that no trade cut. clause, then then it make then it would make more sense as to where. But like, did he really want to go to Baltimore, or is Baltimore just willing to give that second because it's like, hey, you know, it, it, Jacksonville, Jacksonville's another player in that. I mean, I mean, Jacksonville, they're having a fantastic season and, and last year, and they're like, hey, the door is wide open for our division now. AFC South is wide open for them to win it again. It's like, man, why don't we make a deeper run? Get D-Hop. I mean, they gave all that money to Christian Kirk. I mean, it's like, so it's like, it's it's hard to say where he would want to go if he's released because he would have to want to go there now. So, and it's hard because if he had that no trade clause, you can hear some smoke, right? Kind of like with Deshaun, where, hey, if the Browns are in it, that means that Deshaun might be interested, right? Yeah. So it's, I wish there was a no trade clause there, but I know it. What a fit! I have a lot of stuff to do tonight now with that because I'm going to go crazy on the timeline. I'm, I I I know you 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 said you I got to look at that text again, Chris, because I don't remember you saying that. It's way back. Okay, okay, okay. It was like I'll, when I'll like it. the, the D hop, like when F- we were fiasco? Actually, yeah, like Man, when I'm it. sweating thinking about that. Anyway, uh, hey guys, <laughs> go oh, ahead. Oh, say? before oh, that, uh, if you guys aren't already, go check our Facebook. We're doing a T-shirt giveaway. 
uh, I think the only rules are just follow the pod on Facebook, share the post, and comment what you think yes. that the record will be. Uh, we'll be announcing that winner on Friday, April the 7th at 7 p.m., 6 p.m., awesome. whatever time that is. Awesome. Uh, you can get one of these cool Cleveland one before I die. <laughs> and then six, many six. Down south. Yeah. So, yeah. Great quality. Yeah. Great quality. Awesome. Go check it out and uh, go follow us anywhere you want to follow us. Uh, just not in person. It'd be kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> but again. <laughs> Noah's like, yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Don't do that. Awesome. Uh, but, but again, thank you, Noah, for hopping on with this. We Absolutely. really appreciate you and all your insight. And uh, go Browns. Go Browns, baby. Go Browns. I'm loving the sound, ready for steel, ready to rave, ready for fall, ready to burn. See us, we come and we sign and we lock and we pass and we run and we touching it down. Cleveland, the city, we grow, we get it, we've been through the gritty, we loving the brown. Never will chill, never will lounge. We are the dogs, we are the hounds. Never the fears, we blew and we bleed. So get on your feet, cause we are the brown.